This one goes out to all the people who jump into the deep end without thinking, and to the people who dip their toes into the water before slowly wading in. Hello, and welcome to the Moxie Gal Podcast, where you can come for your weekly dose of tips and tools that you can use to stay relevant, productive, and thrive. Through personal anecdotes, stories, and interviews, we'll uncover what it takes to unleash the moxie or courage that you need to design the life that you want. My name is Ami Valdemaro. I'm a leadership trainer and coach, and I help people with big ideas turn their ambitious visions into action and impact and keep it real in the process. On this episode, we'll talk about why being adaptable matters how you can discover what your set point or your default settings are, and a few micro experiments that you can do to make sure that you're staying ahead of the game. So we all know that these are crazy times, right? And there are a lot of buzzwords that are being thrown around that can be turned into a drinking game. Things like how to pivot, how to transform, how to reshape. But what does that all mean, really? For me, it all boils down to adaptability. But what does it actually mean to be adaptable? Well, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, something or someone who's adaptable is able to change or be changed in order to deal successfully with new situations. Now, of anything that you can list on your list of strengths, I think adaptability would be a key one, not just in your career, but in life. The key to being adaptable is change. I mean, the definition mentions it twice. And change, as we all know, implies risk. How much are you willing to risk to change or transform into a person who is more productive, who is relevant, who is effective or efficient? How much risk are you willing to take in terms of letting go of habits that may have served you in the past, but that now might be stumbling blocks that are getting in the way of your growth? In whatever industry or sector that you're in, regardless of whether we're in a pandemic or not, being adaptable is a skill that's essential to our work and our progress in this century. And luckily for us, it's like a muscle that can be strengthened and developed. It's not like you're just born with a set level of adaptability when you're born. It'll take some practice for sure. And we're going to need to understand where we're at now in terms of our own ability to manage the risks associated with change. Remember how in a previous episode we talked about System 1 and System 2 of our brains? System 1 being the one responsible for fight, flight, or freeze, and System 2 being the one responsible for higher-order thinking? Well, each of us has our own default operating settings when it comes to risk. Some people are more okay with risk than others. At the beginning of the episode, I talked about those who dive into the deep end of the pool without thinking. They absorb risk or have a tolerance for risk that's much higher than some other people who prefer to dip their toes in before wading slowly into the pool. The question is, which one are you? Well, the real question is, which one are you right now? 
For my part, I would consider myself a calculated risk taker. There are times when I wade into the pool slowly and other times when I've dove in head first, believing that there was little risk given what I calculated about the environment. But generally speaking, I would say that I'm somebody who wants to measure the amount of risk before jumping in. Call it my conditioning as a third culture kid or as someone who's observant by nature. I like to see the environment that I'm in, what's going on, what's moving, what potential threats there are, what potential risks there are before making a decision. But a lot of the founders and entrepreneurs that I work with are at the opposite end of the spectrum. They love risk and they embrace it wholeheartedly, leaping in, knowing that they will catch themselves somehow or figure out a solution as they're flying. Whatever end of the spectrum you're on, whether you're totally risk averse or totally risk embracing, it's just a place to start, no judgment here. But you gotta know where you're at in order to know where your blind spots are or what work that you need to do to enable your own growth. So I'll give you an example. Part of the reason why I wasn't able to record a podcast last week is because I was on a trip to a province outside of Manila where I and a few friends could engage in a socially distant appropriate outdoor activity. Paragliding. For all of you adrenaline junkies out there, this might sound like the perfect weekend. And for those who are more used to dipping their toe in, this might sound like a total nightmare. For the past 12 months, I watched as my friends learned the skills that they need to be able to paraglide and now paramotor. And after 12 months on the sidelines, I decided at the end of last year that 2021 was the year that I was going to learn how to do the basics of paragliding. So without going into the super minute details of what it takes to paraglide, basically, you've got to understand your equipment, how to put on your harness properly, how to do your safety checklist, how to ground handle your kite, and then the basics of flying. So of course, being the good conscientious student that I am, I read up what I could on the different protocols in place and how to make sure that you prepare yourself for flight. But then came the flying bit. My friend who's an instructor said I was perfectly capable of doing this on like day two of handling the kite. And the somewhat risk averse me was telling myself like, are you crazy? For all of my preparation and understanding these checklists, when push came to shove, I had to make the decision to try flying. I wouldn't necessarily say that my instincts kicked in, but my training did. And I realized that if I was going to push this growth edge, that I needed to take the jump and just do it. It definitely wasn't as graceful as some of the aerial artists that you see on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure that somewhere on the internet there's definitely videos of me going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But it was amazing. Did my fear of not knowing everything go away? No. Did my fear of heights go away? No. But did my stomach for risk tolerance go up? Hell yeah. And guess what? After 12 months and looking at the manuals, the only thing that was going to build up my stomach for risk and change was to do something about it, not think that I was doing something about it. And now, I wouldn't call myself a full-fledged adrenaline junkie, but am I ready to take on my next flight? 
absolutely. Now, I can't speak from experience on being at the other side of the spectrum where you embrace all sorts of risks, but one of the things that you might want to look out for if you're on that side of the spectrum is to make sure that you understand and can identify the things that might pose risks to your safety and security. If you don't have your basics down, that's where injuries or something even worse can happen. This isn't to say that I'm trying to stop you from doing something, but you gotta be able to anticipate, right? Being able to leap without looking is a huge skill, but there may come a time when you are going about your business and something blindsides you. You didn't see it coming because you didn't develop your muscles of observing and anticipating what things might come into your path or get in your way as you're working towards your goals. Our shallow end of the pool waders anticipate too much and our deep end divers don't anticipate enough. If you can't anticipate, you don't know what you're being asked to turn into or change to be able to adapt to this new situation. So with my paragliding experience in mind, here are a couple of micro experiments that you can try on for size to gauge your own ability to adapt. If you're a deep end diver, make sure that your harness is strapped on securely. In paragliding, we have a five point checklist. Are your straps on your legs, your waist, your chest? Do you have your helmet on? If you've got all those bases covered, then you're essentially ready to fly. But while you're up in the air, or on the dance floor, or on the field, think about what threats or challenges you can anticipate to make sure that you can respond to them effectively before they even appear. If you're a shallow waiter, then your experiment really only has one step. Just do it. Don't get bogged down by analysis paralysis. You've done the work, you understand what the basic safety measures are, but don't let your fear of not being perfect or your fear of failure prevent you from taking any action at all. The only way that you're gonna build up your stomach for risk is if you actually use it. And for you, that's gonna require getting out of your head. The point of this episode isn't to get you to start paragliding or to get you to sign up to be the next Red Bull Extreme Challenge ambassador. The truth is you might be facing a situation at work or at home where you are feeling called to change or to adapt. And in order to do that well and stay true to who you are in the process, you gotta get real with where you're at. How much change and the risks associated with that change are you willing to accept? It could be 5%, it could be 50%, it could be 180 degrees from where you were at before. Whatever threshold or degree is most meaningful for you, it's always a good practice to understand where you're at and how you've responded in the past because it'll give you a sense of your tolerance for risk and change. You can keep a log of all of the situations in which you felt like you were being asked to step into something that was uncomfortable or unknown. Did you do something about it? Did you shy away? And depending on what you did, what was the result? You might be surprised at how much progress you've already made. Keeping a log will also allow you to recognize any patterns that come up. Are there situations that you're faced with that keep coming up and that you keep having the same response to and you keep getting the same results? Patterns usually happen when we're circling around an issue or a challenge that's calling us forward to grow or that's pushing us past the bounds of our own competence. 
being aware of these patterns will give us the intel we need to be able to break through them by recognizing our default responses and understanding what we need to change about the way we do or we think. So I'm curious, how do you manage change or stepping into the unknown? Are you a deep diver or a shallow waiter? Send me a message and tell me what's up. I'd love to hear from you. You can send us a message on Instagram at the underscore moxiegal. Check us out on LinkedIn or send us a note at www.themoxiegal.com. Until the next time, take care, stay safe, and be well. <laughs>